What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Soto Sports Talk. And wow, what a game for the Seahawks last night as the Seahawks defeat the Kansas City Chiefs 38-31, cementing them a playoff berth in a year that no one expected them to be here except for me. I told you last week the Seahawks would have upset the Chiefs and my prediction of 10-6 and six at the beginning of the year is likely going to come true next week against Arizona and how freaking awesome it is. I absolutely love it. It's so awesome to see this team running around, but you know, let's get into the game. Uh, Russell Wilson, he went 8 for 29 with 271, three touchdowns, and a 127.2 passer rating. And he, he even added 57 rushing yards. And, you know, Wilson really had a, a fabulous game. I mean, what else can you say? He becomes the first player in NFL history to have a winning season in each of his first seven seasons. That is insane. This guy is a winner. 804. 0.804 win percentage in primetime games. It does not get any better than that. He is the best at winning the big games. And as a Seahawks fan, it has been freaking awesome to have Russell Wilson as our quarterback. Lynch in 2014 to get over 1,000 yards. That is insane. That was our identity. That is what we did. Marshawn was a consistent 1,000-yard rusher. And for it to have taken that long for us to get back there is, is kind of crazy. But, you know, it's awesome. It's awesome to see Carson having a big year like this. Um, my keys going into Sunday night's game were, one, limit the pass game. Two, exploit the poor Chiefs run defense. And three, keep penalties to a minimum. And let's see how the Seahawks did. All right, Mahomes was 6 for 13 with 83 yards and only one touchdown at halftime. The problem with the Seahawks has always been starting off good. And the Seahawks were good throughout this game. They controlled the game at all points of it. And, and that was really a key to this victory because if you let a guy like Mahomes come out and just launch it on you and put up a ton of points early on, it becomes hard to make those fourth quarter comebacks that Russell Wilson is known for. Um, when it comes to exploiting the poor Chiefs run defense, uh, Chris Carson, 116, two touchdowns on the ground, and Russell Wilson adds 57 rushing yards of, by himself. But I mean, that, uh, granted, those were on scrambles, but still, that's rushing yards and that's taking advantage of that really, really good um, pass rush that the Chiefs have had this year. And keeping penalties to a minimum. This week, the Seahawks had three total penalties for 20 yards. Last week, you heard me in Big Red talk about how the Seahawks set the franchise record with 14 penalties for 148 yards last week. So as you can see, this week, much cleaner. The Seahawks played a way better game, and they beat a way better team than the 49ers were. Um, making the Chiefs really dial in and focus on the run allowed Russell to really make deep completions down the field and exploit that secondary. Uh, Doug Baldwin had seven receptions for 126 yards and had an absolutely amazing 29-yard touchdown reception down the sideline, barely staying in bounds and breaking the pylon. Um, and he made another amazing catch that he tipped to himself, kind of the same thing right there in that corner, and uh, didn't get in that time, but still an amazing catch. 
Uh, Tyler Lockett added 99 yards of his own and caught an absolute dime from Russell Wilson for 45 yards late in the fourth that, that I think I believe it was on third down that really helped the Seahawks uh, get down and cement the game. Um, as far as defense goes, I think the defense played really well all game. Uh, I know they gave up 31 points, which may seem like a lot, but the Chiefs have scored at least 26 points in every game that they've played this year. So, I mean, it was just an average game. Nobody else has held the Chiefs much less than we did. So, I mean, that's good to see. Uh, you know, focusing on Patrick Mahomes allowed the Chiefs to kind of run the ball pretty well. Williams had 102, 106 yards on the ground. Um, but for the most part, uh, the big weapons for the Chiefs were relatively locked down. I mean, Hill had a few nice receptions, and Kelsey had 54 yards receiving, which, I mean, that's that's huge for the Seahawks to pretty much eliminate Travis Kelsey from the game. And, uh, yeah, uh, Delano Hill played really well. I was kind of worried about Tedrick Thompson being out and Delano Hill having to start step up and be the starter. But, I mean, he played really well. There was one blown coverage uh, the Seahawks were in a cover two, and Trey Flowers was sitting underneath, and Delano Hill had that deep quarter. Didn't follow the receiver, but thank God Patrick Mahomes sailed it over into the end zone, and it did not hurt us. But my heart did skip a beat, I will admit. Uh, Frank Clark, I mean, what can you say about Frank Clark? It was awesome to see uh, Pete Carroll's statement at the end of the game saying that Frank Clark will be re-signed and that we are bringing him back absolutely. And I love that. I think that really speaks to the type of player that Frank Clark is and how he's really bought into Pete Carroll's system. And I think that, you know, if he's a guy that's going to be a veteran presence and he's going to be a good example for the younger guys going through and keeping the system rolling and kept the pressure on all game. Didn't get any sacks, but he was chasing Mahomes around like a madman. Uh, finally, Deion Jordan steps up. You know, we've been waiting for the other edge of our de uh, defensive line to step up, and Deion Jordan really had a good game. He added a sack and a forced fumble, and, you know, that, that was huge for us. He was The only sack of the game was his, and, you know, that, that's awesome to see. Deion Jordan had a good year last year when he played, and he's been, you know, off and on this year, but it was... Great to see him step up in a big-time situation. Uh, Justin Coleman just makes plays. He had that fumble recovery for a touchdown against the Vikings in a primetime game, and in this one, he strips Chris Conley at the end of the half, came from behind him and popped it out, and the ball went about 20 yards because it, he punched it so hard. But, no, I absolutely love this guy. I think that he's probably the unsung hero of this Seahawks defense. I feel like he doesn't get enough credit as he should. To me, he's one of the best nickel corners in the league. And, you know, he's not talked about, so you don't really hear about him or recognize him at that. But it's good that he's not talked about because it means that he's not getting burned. And he shows up. So I absolutely love Justin Coleman. Love what he's doing for this team this year. And that's... You know, it's good to see him step up when the secondary was a big question mark coming into the year. Um, and, and three Seahawks this week make pro football focus team of the week, which is absolutely awesome to see. Russell Wilson, 89.4 rating. Doug Baldwin, 92.1. And Justin Britt, 78.6. 
Uh, if you guys don't know what the Pro Football Focus Team of the Week is, at the end of each week, Pro Football Focus puts together a team of players who had the highest grades at their respective positions across the league. So to see three Seahawks on that list just shows how clean of a game that the Hawks played and you know how we were really firing on all cylinders on offense with a quarterback, a wide receiver, and a lineman being on the team. Um, you know, in other news, Pete Carroll extended through 2021. Uh, I said it last episode, Pete Carroll, in my opinion, it should be the sure thing coach of the year in the NFL. Everybody caught, counted him out. He was on the hot seat and he's absolutely proved himself and proved that his system doesn't have to be temporary, right? Because at USC, you know, he was good, but could he sustain it? And I've heard Colin Cowherd say that Pete Carroll, yes, great coach for that short period of time, but he's too rah-rah. He's too let the players do what they want, but he cleaned house and, you know, he, he really earned this contract extension, in my opinion. He signed through 2021. Uh, his contract is going to look at about $11 million, little over $11 million a year, and that'll make him one of the highest paid coaches in the league, which I think he deserves. Uh, with a win against Arizona next week, the Seahawks secure the fifth seed in the NFC playoff picture. Um, which is huge. The Seahawks will play a two seed, which will likely be New Orleans. And we will have to go down there and play them. But, you know, I think the Saints are a team that we stack up against nicely. And I feel like I'll, we can really beat them up on the ground. I'm really excited to see that game. Drew Brees having a good year. Russell Wilson having a good year. And those are both, you know, they compared Russell Wilson to Drew Brees when he came in the league because they're two undersized quarterbacks who have absolute cannons. So that's exciting. Next week will be fun against the Cardinals. Hopefully we just beat them up. I want to see Josh Rosen get sacked at least three or four times and have him cry because I'm not a Josh Rosen fan at all. And yeah, I mean... Awesome week. I'm pumped. To everybody out there, I want to wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Merry Christmas Eve, actually. I'm recording this right now on Christmas Eve. About to go to uh, my grandma's house for some family dinner. So, um, from Soto Sports Talk to everybody out there, Merry Christmas. And uh, we'll see you next week. Go Hawks, baby.